I'm Alec Lace. Welcome to First Class Fatherhood. Welcome, everybody, to episode 283 of the podcast. I am happy, as always, to be here with you. Thank you for stopping by. If this is your first time listening to the podcast, please get over there and bang that subscribe button. You do not want to miss all the action that's coming your way right here on First Class Fatherhood. All right, dads, I have an awesome guest to bring you guys here today. He is one of the top 10 high school wide receivers of all time that went on to win the Rose Bowl at Michigan State. Then he was a first-round draft pick of the NFL and had what I believe is a Hall of Fame-worthy career. Andre Risen joins me today. He is a former first-round NFL draft pick in 1989. He's a five-time Pro Bowler and a Super Bowl champion. Andre Risen will be here with me in just a few minutes, so please stick around for the interview. And if you guys are enjoying my Dads of the NFL episodes, be sure you go back through the archives here and check them out. I've had a lot of great ones on recently, including Warren Moon, Carson Palmer, Ronnie Lott, Tim Brown, Terrell Davis, and many more. So be sure you check them all out. Tomorrow on the podcast, I have a fresh Frogman Friday edition of the show coming your way with a retired Navy SEAL who became a pastor. Talk about switching gears. Gunnar Hansen will be here with me tomorrow, so lock it in for that. And I will be putting together a special edition Navy SEAL Collection Volume 5 coming soon. Next week, I got five fresh episodes coming your way. Each one is a banger, including former pro skateboarder turned multi-million dollar entrepreneur Mikey Taylor will be joining me here. And follow me on Instagram at Alec underscore Lace to find out who else will be here. I'm working really hard here to secure a big name guest for my 300th episode, which is hard to believe. It'll be coming up pretty soon. Stay tuned for that. And First Class Fatherhood is really busting the charts everywhere now. We are in the top 10 parenting podcasts in Ireland, top 10 in Singapore. As I said the other day, we're in the top 10 in France. So this podcast is continuing to grow, and I owe that all to you listeners out there. So thank you so much from the bottom of my heart. And please, if you could, continue to spread this podcast the best way you know possible with the good old word of mouth. Let every father in your neighborhood or in your contact list know about the show that is here celebrating fatherhood and family life fatherhood rocks family values rule and every day is father's day right here with me and i'm going to be right back with super bowl champion wide receiver andre risen i'm alec lace and you're listening to first class fatherhood Dads, are you tired of taking supplements that never deliver? Well, Redcon One was created to ensure that you get real hardcore products that deliver real results. Trusted by four-time world's strongest man, Brian Shaw, and founded by supplement entrepreneur, Aaron Singerman, Redcon One is crushing the industry. You have to try their MRE bars, which are packed full of nutritious food sources that will replenish your system when you need it most. And they taste so good, your toddler will think they're eating a candy bar. But we're talking whole food meal replacement. And right now, First Class Fatherhood listeners can save 20% on their entire order from Redcon 1. Simply use the promo code FATHER at the checkout. So let's go, dads. For the highest state of readiness, choose Redcon 1. Visit Redcon1.com, use the promo code FATHER, and save 20%. All right, joining me now is a first-class father. He played his college football at Michigan State, where he won the Rose Bowl. He went on to become a first-round pick in the 1989 NFL Draft by the Indianapolis Colts. He went on to have just a phenomenal NFL career, in which he ended up winning the Super Bowl with the Green Bay Packers. It is so cool for me to say, Andre Risen, welcome to First Class Fatherhood. What's happening, guys? How you doing? All right, let's start here. How many kids do you have, and how old are they? Man, I got... Five boys, four girls, ranging from the age of 32 and down. 
I got the I got the cows, baby. <laughs> what type of uh, what's the general sports or activities that they're all into? Man, you name it. They played basketball. They played football. Played on the collegiate level, uh, high school level. I got one playing uh, junior college at Fullerton Community College. Hopefully, about to earn a scholarship, Division One, uh, here pretty soon. And then um, I got four beautiful young daughters, man, from nine down, and they played basketball and dance class. I mean, you name it. When I retired, I thought it was over. And uh, God, God bless it with four beautiful girls, man. Yeah, do you ever get involved with coaching at all, Andre? Or you like to step aside and enjoy it all more from the sidelines? Well, you know, I've been in high school coaching and collegiately coaching uh, respectively for about 12, 15 years. And so um, I just had the opportunity to coach one of my sons one time uh, in high school football, uh, which worked out, you know, uh, that was awesome. Uh, the girls, I don't. I, I'm just a father on the sideline, man. And I try to hold back my uh, my emotions as much as I can. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, good stuff. All right, if you could, Andre, just take a minute here to hit my listeners with a little bit about your background and what you do. Uh, man, I am a retired NFL. Uh, hope to be Hall of Famer one day. Uh, father of some beautiful children. Uh, I've got a great wife. Um, Partner in crime with me, and um, man, just blessed, man. Blessed, blessed, blessed to have a great life, and um, you know, I'm enjoying the retired life. Yeah, you definitely had an awesome NFL career, worthy of a Hall of Fame bid. And uh, how did how, about how old were you, Andre, when you first became a father, and how did becoming a dad kind of change your perspective on life? Uh, you know, growing up a single parent home, you know, you, you, you learn how to be a dad from. You know, older, older men figures in your life. You know, your grandfather, your uncles, and um, you know, me being the oldest out of my siblings, um, I had to grow up fast. And so, uh, you know, I had to learn how to be a dad the same way. You know, I had I had my sons when I was you know early in my career, and uh, they got a chance to enjoy my career while I was actually playing. Whereas my daughters, they're enjoying the uh, post career and autograph signings and, you know, card shows and things of that nature. Um, but, you know, parent, parent, parenthood and fatherhood, man, uh, it all goes together, you know, what you see as a young man coming up on how to raise your children. And um, I had to start at an early age, and, you know, I grew with my boys. And so I think that's why I have a good rapport uh, with, my, with my kids and a great rapport, with, you know, with my daughters and boys. Yeah, well said. And uh, what are some of the biggest changes of you as a father when you first became a dad with the first uh, group there as opposed to how you are as a father now? What are some of the biggest changes uh, of you as a dad? Well, you know, there's no more child support issues. You know, situations where your child's not living in the home, same home as you, you know. And, uh, you know, all four girls get to grow up with your dad in the house. Uh, something I, you know, wish my boys could have did. You know, I wish they could have been living with me, you know, during my playing career, even when I was playing, you know, but boys, you know, boys picked their mom at those early ages, and, um, you know, it wasn't never a situation where uh, they weren't involved in my life and vice versa, but, you know, there's definitely an advantage when a child can grow up in the same home with the mom and dad, you know, and, uh, 
you know, I'm just thankful to have an opportunity to do it this way now. Yeah, and one of the things I talk about a lot on my show, Andre, is the is the fatherless crisis that we have going on right now. A lot too many kids are growing up without a father figure in their life, and if they don't find a you know a healthy or a strong male role model in their life, a lot of times the results are, are disastrous for them. Oh man, definitely in today's era, you know, um, this generation of a kid is totally different than the generation of a kid when we came out. Uh, more distractions, you know, social media and all. Of technology devices and you know things of that nature. Um, you know, it's just a different ball game with a different different kid coming up. You know, we shovel snow, we cut grass, you know, now we now they got items that are machinery that'll do it for you. Uh so it teaches a, a different mindset, but um all in all, you know, I just try to teach my kids to respect other people and uh, treat people how you want to respect uh be be respected and um, so far it's been so it's been things good, you know. Yeah, and there's definitely a different philosophy with the kids today, Andre, than especially, you know, when I grew up, like you just said there, mowing lawns or shoveling snow and stuff like that and trying to get an allowance. Today, my kids would rather have video game time than get, like, an allowance. And it's uh, especially the technology has definitely crippled a lot of the communication skills and stuff of that nature. How do you kind of monitor that the technology and all the media stuff with your young girls? Um, you know, you keep a close eye on them. You always monitor everything that they touch and do when it comes to that that computer, um, that internet, you know, because it's very dangerous, um, you know, but you got to let them grow and let them see and let them, let them uh, you know, be a sponge to what what this world has to offer, which is um, a lot. And then you have to, you know, be able to, you know, put some type of uh, scale on it on, you know, the do's and don'ts and uh and be up front with them. You know, there's a lot of evil people out here all that can take advantage of your children. And especially if they know that, you know, you come from you come from royalty, you come from this quote unquote, um, by the public assumption, you know, you, your dad was a pro you know, Hall of Famer, Michigan State football and NFL and all that Super Bowl, he won the Super Bowl, all that stuff. All that stuff comes out with your kids at school. So you know, it kind of catch twenty two. You know, some some is praise and some is some is uh, some is dirt. So uh, you know, it, it's been fun dealing with that part of it too. Um, coming home and the kids, the girls telling me, you know, hey dad, you know, I talked to such such a school and their parents knew you. You know, and the same thing on the internet. Dad, I was on the internet. I seen I seen this article on you. I seen this uh, on you were on YouTube, dad. Da da da. So um, I try to move with the punches and stay with the times. Um, you know, my wife does a great job of uh, intertwining uh, me with that, uh, you know, with this new age thing of um, just society, really, and social media and all that stuff. And my wife does a great job to keep me happy about it. Yeah, well said. And I think that's something that we all kind of, you know, we take it for advantage a little bit that, you know, when we are a public figure like yourself there that, uh, some of the things none of us have to think about on a daily basis now with the asset, uh, you know, with all the social media stuff, how much more, it must be a little bit more difficult for these kids coming up today that, that are, um, you know, that are growing up with this stuff. What kind of, what kind of advice would you give to the parents out there whose kids are, you know, getting all the attention from the big colleges right now? I know you've been through that with one of your sons there. Like what advice do you have for, for parents? How should they steer their kids that are getting the attention from the big colleges and are hoping to go next level with football?
Hey, dads, are you looking to boost your energy level? Strikeforce Energy has got you covered. With a Strikeforce Energy Packet, you can turn any beverage into an energy drink. Their original energy packets contain no sugar, no calories, just an explosion of energy and flavor added to any beverage. Strikeforce Energy is veteran-owned, and all their products are made right here in the United States. Co-founded by Navy SEAL Sean Matson, Strikeforce Energy blows away the energy drink competition. Right now, First Class Fatherhood listeners can save 15% off their purchase by visiting StrikeforceEnergy.com and using the promo code FATHERHOOD. Strikeforce Energy turns any beverage into an energy drink. Get yours today. StrikeforceEnergy.com, promo code FATHERHOOD. What advice do you have for, for parents? How should they steer their kids that are getting the attention from the big colleges and are hoping to go next level with football? I mean, you know, it's still old-fashioned, man. It starts, uh, starts from ground ground zero, and that's the education. you got to get the books before you can even, you know, entertain any thoughts of playing collegiate ball on any division. And, um, you know, the, the great thing that these kids have going for them now is that you can be playing anywhere in the country and coaches can see you because of the Internet. Um, whereas back in the day when we played, you know, you, you physically had to go see a player um, to see if he was worth his value, uh, uh, worth, worth his height. You know, nowadays you, can, you go on the Internet and you can look at a kid uh, from North Dakota all the way to Kansas City, all the way to L.A. So um, it, it, it's definitely uh, an added plus for the high school kid that's being recruited, but it still comes back ultimately to cutting the grades and uh, – you know, that's a big thing right now in the inner city, uh, me being a high school coach, is that, uh, you know, jobs and employment and teaching is at an all-time low. And so our kids are um, kind of like in a catch-22 situation where as far as getting the right, right books and getting the right teaching and tutoring and, and SAT, ACT, um, you know, prep tests and all that stuff, uh, inadequate enough to take the test, the entry test to the collegiate uh, level. Uh, a lot of inner-city kids are missing that bubble uh, because of, you know, our economy and job situation. Like, you take, for instance, in Flint, Michigan, who's known for first-round picks. Uh, got about four or five guys in the NBA right now currently, um, you know, that's doing well. But you got a water price to stuff there, you know. And that's the same place that produced, like I said, first-round NFL picks. Uh, Courtney Hawkins, Mark Ingram Sr., Andre Rodgers, Carl Banks, Lonnie Young, and the list goes on, you know, Mark Ingram Jr. That's a Heisman Trophy. And here, you know, we got a population of kids coming up drinking water with lead in it um, at a high volume. And so there's more, and it's so much going with life and education and this, this college thing and these kids. And um, I'm just blessed to be. Still here, still being a part of it, still being active in the football community throughout youth football, uh, because that's down too as well across the country because of the concussion stuff and other things of that nature. So I'm just blessed, man, to be still part of it and still have a voice in it. Yeah, and you mentioned it there too. I usually like to ask the NFL dads that I do get on the show here, just because it is a concern with so many parents with all, with all the reports, false or not, about CTE and concussions and all that stuff. Um, I mean, you played. You were you were one of the top ten high school wide receivers of all time. Um, what, what what do you feel like? When did you start playing, and when do you think is a good age for kids, a safe age for kids to start playing today? Um, I, I believe that 
it, it stays the same as, you know, I'm old school, man. You got to teach them how to catch and run and fall. And um, the, the longer they stay away from it and, and, and learn and to learn, uh, especially now with all the rules about where you can hit and not hit, um, things of that nature. I mean, back in the day we played, you could just, wherever you, wherever you can land your, your, your head, as long as you scare somebody, as long as you can put your face in there, you was taught to blow that blow that guy up, you know. And uh, where now these guys are pick and choose where they hit, and I think it's in there causing more injuries than 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 they thought, you know. And uh, you know, uh, I would say I would start. I would at my program. I'm the head football operator at our program, and um, you know, I'm the other football operations where I'm at, and I got second, third, second through all the way through uh, high school. And we're going flag. I think we go flag football for third and fourth graders. Fifth and sixth, we tackle. Seventh and eighth, we tackle. And then uh, freshman and up, of course, we tackle because that's JV. That's um, JV and uh, varsity. But we're tackling in the fifth grade. Yeah, it's fifth and sixth grade. So I guess that will put you around eight, nine, ten. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Right around there. Yeah. yeah. You should be able to start tackling. Um, to start learning and also to start building bone structure where um, bone uh, building your bone structure where they can take those falls and uh, you'll learn quick who has soft bones because bones will be broken and you know that guy right there has softer bones and da 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 okay that's the kid that can't play but his bones his bones fracture too easy and the ones that bone but yet he's young enough for to heal properly. And then he can move on as far as, you know, picking another sport, whether it may be something else and not football. But you should find out early and quick, you know, if your body can can do it. Because everybody's not built for football. Yeah, yeah, I agree with you there, Andre. Yeah, and you talk about years ago where you could just hit anybody where you wanted to. I had Ronnie Lott on the show here, and I was going through some of his highlights. It's almost like every hit he crushed somebody with, I think they throw a flag on today. Oh yeah, Ronnie would have Ronnie Ronnie would have averaged two games out of the sixteen game season. <laughs> He'd have been kicked out for fourteen. I've played a lot, a lot of games with this Ronnie. Uh, being in division with the Forty Nineers with the Falcons and twice a year, so I've been running away from. I'm still running away from Ronnie. <laughs> uh, what about discipline, Andre? What type of disciplinarian are you as a father? Is it different now with the girls than it was with your sons? You know what? I always been a cool dad. Um, regardless if they get mad at me, not if I have to chastise them, punish them, take the take the device away. You know, with the boys, it wasn't talking about about taking devices away because it wasn't too many devices back then. But you take a video game away or something like that. But none of my kids have been mouthy. Um, you know, I got some confident kids, and they get that. You know, they get that purity, um, especially from the dad. But uh, I've never really had any kids buck up against me, you know, so I've always had a great, cool relationship. I'm the cool dad on the block, the coach. Um, every now and then I have to tighten up some britches, you know. <laughs> but, um, you know, as long as they respect their mom, you know, respect me, respect their grandparents, and do what they're supposed to do in school and, you know, get up and go to church and, you know, thank the Lord for, you know, their blessings and, um, and the mishaps. Um, I'm all good, man. Hey, my kids love it, man. My kids love me. Every now and then they'll get that. I thought to me for a second, but um, nah, man. I think the world of them, 
Um, I think that falls into part of discipline, uh, disciplining your, your kids, uh, you know, how much they mean to you. Yeah, good stuff. What, what about uh, what's next for you here, Andre? What kind of goals or plans do you have for yourself in the future? Uh, I've got a couple of documentaries coming out. Um uh, about to get in the I'm in the process of setting up a uh, a, a tour, a music tour. Uh also got a movie coming out by it should the movie should hit. Uh life story should hit uh probably by next summer. That should hit. Uh, and then just coaching man and helping these kids uh, uh better their futures and better their everyday everyday moments, you know, and help as many as I can in ways that they need it, in facets that they need it um, to be successful in the community. Yeah, that's awesome. All right, last thing I'm going to hit you with here, Andre, I love to ask all the dads that I get on the podcast, what type of advice do you have for that new dad or for that about-to-be father who's out there listening? Oh, man, enjoy the moment. Enjoy the moment because it goes fast. And then next thing you know, they're 10, then they're 15, and then they're 18, and then they're gone that fast, you know, so enjoy the moment, uh, you know, have as much as fun as you can and smiles, you know, and, um, and, and, and teach as much and, and be patient, you know, be patient throughout the whole process and, um, enjoy it. Yeah, very well said. This was an honor for me. I got to say, Andre Risen, you're a first class father all the way. And thank you so much for giving me a few minutes of your time on first class fatherhood. Oh, most definitely, and uh, much success. Have, uh, have a great uh, Thanksgiving and Christmas. Back to wrap things up here on First Class Fatherhood. i got to give a special thank you once again to Andre Risen for giving me a few minutes of his time here. It was so cool. Please hit me up on Twitter, guys, or drop me that DM on Instagram. Let me know what you thought about today's episode. I always love to read your feedback. Lock it in. Tomorrow i got a fresh Frogman Friday edition of First Class Fatherhood heading your way. We have retired Navy SEAL turned pastor Gunnar Hansen joining me tomorrow. You don't want to miss out on that. That's all i got for you guys today. I'm Alec Lace. Thank you for listening to First Class Fatherhood. And please remember, guys, we are not babysitters. We are fathers. And we're not just fathers. We are first-class fathers.